Hey, it's Dylan Dunlap. I'm the host and founder of a club called Serotonin Sunday, and I would love to welcome you to the official podcast. This is a stigma-free space designed to pull the curtain back on the creatives who cultivate the art that we love. Whether you personally struggle with a mental health condition, you know somebody that struggles, or you just want to listen, you've come to the right place, and you are welcome here. It's important to express that I am not an expert or a medical professional by any means, which is why you'll be able to hear from my friends at mental health organizations who will share stories and resources with us. Each episode will feature recording artists playing their favorite songs, and we'll put a spotlight on an amazing organization doing work in the mental health space. The goal each Sunday is to open up a real conversation, all the while raising our serotonin levels and enjoying life together. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. I'm just slow on serotonin. And our first artist of the night, her name is Cecile Elliott. Cecile is a multifaceted musician specializing in voice, violin, and viola. Throughout her music career, she's taken on various avenues from orchestra halls and auditoriums to pubs and open mics. Her passion lies in the diversity of music and how her instruments find voices around the world and in various genres. Cecile currently lives in Portland, Oregon. As a performer and creator, she has collaborated with various artists across the country to bring their projects to life, and she can be found performing regularly around Portland. Creative writing is one of the main passions of her life and drivers of her career, having written many of her first compositions, scripts, stories, and songs as personal or school projects beginning as early as elementary school. She currently has a catalog of over 250 songs and compositions, including close to a dozen original youth orchestra compositions for elementary learners. She spends much of her free time buried in various forms of creative writing and building her skills as a visual artist with film, photography, drawing, and painting as her mediums of choice. So if anybody's a microphone and wants to welcome Cecile Elliott to the stage, welcome Cecile. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Hello, how are you? Hi, doing well. How are you? Thanks for having me. Doing great. Where are you coming from tonight? I am in Portland right now um, in my apartment. (laughs) Amazing. I absolutely love it up there. So many questions. I mean, first off, where do you recommend to get coffee? Oh, my gosh. There are so many places. (laughs) There is. I, I feel like I'm so spoiled now with coffee in this city it is just there are so many (laughs) phenomenal spots even just in the little radius around my apartment I have a plethora of choices it's really kind of (laughs) crazy oh my goodness okay Emery or Jay follow up with Cecile later on about those coffee shops please (laughs) we will circle back on that Cecile we are so thankful to have you tonight I would love to hear this song that you have prepared and then just anything you want to share about the song Sure, absolutely. Um, I guess, yeah, I could, um, I could say it's uh, before the song. I, I seriously just thank you for having me. I'm really um, excited to be able to do this. Um, Mental health is a really important topic to me. Um, And even just the possibility of of getting to do this is really, um, I'm just honored. So thank you for having me. Um, The song... Yeah, thank you. Um, The song I'm going to perform is called Breathe. I wrote it a few years ago, um, and it's had a couple different sort of versions of it. Can you hear the guitar okay? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So I'm I'm just going to, I'll go ahead and start. Thanks. 
your concern. My book's not for you to write, and I've got a right to speak my mind. I found a way to breathe again, make no mistake. The road was long, and there's a scar taking root in the marrow. I turn boulders and stones when the road becomes narrow. I'm strong, I walk on, I'm breathing in, breathing out as I go. The road is long, but I walk on. I became strong, I walk on, breathing in, breathing out as I go. The road is long, I walk on. Cause I've had enough whiplash to last me a lifetime. So I breathe in, I breathe out. Yeah, I've had enough whiplash to last me a lifetime. So I breathe in, I breathe out, I breathe in. When it feels like your skin is on fire all the time, you can't even trust the breeze. And I wish I had a why, I wish I had a when or how, but it hardly matters now. Cause it's stuck in my head and I can't get it out. But I'm strong, I walk on, I'm breathing in, breathing out as I go. The road is long, I walk on. Oh, I became strong, I walk on, I'm breathing in, breathing out as I go. The road is long, I walk on. Cause I've had enough whiplash to last me a lifetime. So I breathe in, I Breathe out. Yeah, I've had enough with us to last me a lifetime. So I breathe in, I breathe out, I breathe in, I breathe out. Yeah, I've had enough with us to last me a lifetime. So I breathe in, I breathe out, I breathe in, I breathe out. Thank you. <laughs> Seal, that was absolutely lovely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and such a helpful reminder. Yeah. Oh, if that's, I think that's why I wrote it. Um, Cause I was in this place where there was so much going on all at once and I was so overwhelmed and whether or not it was whatever was happening in my brain. But I think I was also just in a space where um, I unfortunately was experiencing sort of various levels of trauma at the time. Um, so it was both like an internal struggle and an external struggle. And I really just had to kind of remind myself of getting just back to my breath, back to the basics of um, just the in and the out of the breathing. It's such a simple thing, but oh my gosh, it's been, it's been game changing for me once I finally started to sort of accept that, like th those basics are so important. Just remembering those little things, just breathing in, breathing out, getting through. Yeah. It's the simple things. Well, first off, I want to thank you for just advocating in the way that you are and for practicing that mindfulness. But secondly, I want to thank you for turning that into art. And, and I think it's important to separate the two acts because it just I, a lot of people just hear a song and they think it's great and it helps them and i just want to recognize the work that you put into yourself before 
putting a pen to the pad and creating that song. So that was beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, I, gosh, I believe in, I am a huge advocate of therapy. <laughs> and just like, re- like it's, made, it's made an enormous difference in my life in so many different ways. And of course, you know, finding a therapist that, um, you know, that you connect with. And, and yeah, it's, because really, that's what it is at the end of the day. It's not just that the art, um, the art can be healing in itself. But yeah, just it, it takes a lot um, to also do the the other workouts. So I, ugh, sorry, I'm stumbling over my words a little bit. But I, I want to say thank you for saying that. It's yeah, because it's a it's been a long, long journey. And yeah, I'm grateful for where I am now. So thank you. I think you're amazing. I, <laughs> I, I love how much you are advocating for therapy, too. And I'm just so grateful to hear your story. I mean, that's that's why you're here is to separate you as the artist, you as the human being. We at Serotonin Sunday, we just want to make sure we appreciate all forms, I guess, like all slices of the pie, each each part of what makes us who we are. And I, I just really think that you're putting a lot of work into you as a person. I want to ask you, have you always been open-minded to therapy? Has that always just been something you've been gung-ho about? Or or was there a moment where you decided that maybe you should change your mind and start going? I think to a certain degree, but I don't, but I also don't think I quite understood the different ways in which therapy could help me, I think. Um, I sort of remember recognizing when I was younger that hmm, maybe like I might need some extra help sorting through the different things that I'm dealing with. But it wasn't until um, I I started seeing um, different people for different things that it really started to become clear to me, like different therapists have specialties in different um, in different areas. And that has been um, that was sort of game changing for me because I think I always believed in therapy. But as soon as I really recognized um, that it's okay to, um, like, you can work with one therapist for a while, and then you might have to go to someone else. And it's because they specialize um, in something different, and they can help you with a different topic with a different situation. Um, that was really game changing for me when I when I started looking at it that way. Um, yeah, that is so important, because trauma is a completely different thing than a mental health condition that might be lifelong. And it's, I learned that this year that I've been blaming my mental health condition for everything, my entire adulthood, when in reality, a lot of the issues came from shame and guilt attached to trauma, which is not my chemical imbalance in my brain, but it's, it's what may have necessarily happened from other variables. And so I wasn't able to know that until I went to other therapists. And I just want to thank you for shedding light on that as well, because yeah. I mean, it's such a tricky subject right now. And, yeah. and you, you never want to encourage somebody too much to go. And uh, I just want to ask you one last question, if you don't mind. Sure. When it comes to somebody out there, I ask this a lot. So for the listeners out there, I apologize. But <laughs> for somebody out there that may think of their finances as a reason to not go uh, or 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 I just, I don't need this, or, or they just come up with a reason not to go. Uh, I myself have done that in the past, been very stubborn. What is something, maybe a nugget of wisdom that you might have learned in your time in therapy that, that can convince somebody to maybe just consider looking at options? Because 
there are there's help out there and it is absolutely affordable if not free in so many ways yeah i think i I think you hit the nail on the head in so many ways with what you were just saying it's the options there's there's so much variety out there and yeah there are certain therapy has not always been the most easily accessible thing not just for me but for anybody i think we're in this era right now especially with um you know there's so many good and bad things about the internet but one of the one of the good things is that it means that there is just a different kind of access right now like i know during um like during the pandemic people could still be connected um through uh through video um and there were secure channels in which you could do that and there are phone there are helplines there are um yeah it, it, it's it's really hard because at the end of the day um you know, it, someone is going. Someone is going to make the choice that they're going to make, and and there and there's nothing I can do about that. But I just I know what a difference it has made for me, and also just being able to. Um, well, and of course, music at the end of the day has also just been a huge driver of my life. But I really don't think um, I would be in the space I am right now without. Um, therapy and honestly even just having conversations too I think taking the step to just have the conversation with someone to see could this potentially be something that I do because you never know you might find someone um who's really open to talking with you about um adjusting something you know it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all like no therapist is one-size-fits-all no type of therapy is one-size-fits-all um yeah. And I and, and just to go back really quickly to what you said before, um, with the mental health conditions versus the trauma that to me, that's something I also started to sort out very recently. Um, and I think that there as long as there's some kind of sense of like, OK, is there an option that's out there for me? Can I just ask questions to someone? I, I, I think questions are really, really important. And it's not just like, I'm going to go to someone and they're going to give me that magic thing that's going to that's gonna help me, um, that's going to make everything better. And then the world's going to be just magic. Like, that's, that's not how it works. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so much more than that. It's, it's homework. It's, I, I talk about this a lot with friends in my circle that you don't want to go to therapy most of the time. It's not about (laughs) like, you don't want to advocate for mental health conditions all the time. A lot of people, we just suffer. We're struggling and, and we have to ask for help. We have to let people in. And I I'm just so inspired to hear you talk in the way that you are. And I'm so grateful that you're here and to tell your story and, and the way that you're leaning towards music. It's, speaking volumes. So thank you so much for just decide. You don't have to do that. And the fact that you are says a lot about your character and your, your willingness to just keep going and maybe make the world a little bit better. And it's amazing. Cecile, thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's, that's the hope at the end of the day is just trying to make, trying to make things just a little bit better. And, and thank you for running this podcast. Um, I had a friend who was on here, um, earlier on in one of the earlier episodes and um, I've really just enjoyed following this. And um, again, the, the work that you guys have done to just connect um, us. So thank you. Absolutely. I have one last question. I'm going to just use you as a Guinea pig to, sh- to show just how easy it is to support somebody. Is there a song on Spotify that I can add to our playlist, Serotonin Sounds? 
Oh, working on it. No, there's not right now. <laughs> oh, no. Working I'm so sorry it. for asking that. That is amazing. And please take your time. Thanks. Well, if I if I could, if anyone is in um, if anyone's in Portland, I do have a show coming up. Um, it's I actually it's the first show I've done really since the pandemic um, on September 4th. So if anybody it's at turn, turn, turn here in Portland, it's at four o'clock. So it's like a nice afternoon thing. So if anyone wants to come out and hang out and just talk about stuff, I'll be there. It'll be a nice, it'll be a nice time. So well, yeah. do me a favor and send all of that show information to Emery or Jay, and we will make sure to hype you up and, and try and get a couple of people out there for you. Oh, thank you. I will. Thanks guys. Yes, please, please follow up with them so we can share that. Cecile, thank you so much for being here. And that was just such an amazing start to the evening. So thank you again. Thank you. Everybody, if you're just tuning in, my name is Dylan. That was Cecile Elliott. You can find Cecile all over the internet. Please shower her with love and please encourage her in the ways that we need to encourage one another as creatives. Encouraging one to take the time that they need to create their art. I feel like we live in a world right now where you can open up TikTok and people will think that they're loving on you by saying, when is this song coming out? And the truth is, it can kind of bring more anxiety into the creative's brain. And so please, if you're out there and you're listening and you want to send some kind words, just, just let the artist know what you listened to and, and how you felt about it and support them however you can. So we're going to move on to the next artist of the evening, Sean C. Kennedy, Scottish singer songwriter and mental health advocate with a podcast of his own. It is called let life love you the podcast so if everyone would please give it up for sean c kennedy there's a delay hold on <laughs> thanks dylan and all the extras i have were not paying attention i'm so sorry <laughs> that's good it's fine they're all fired now sean how are you man i'm good man how are you thanks for having us on here absolutely really? what what time is it where you're at where are you coming from I'm in uh, Nashville right now, I live in Nashville. I'm uh, originally from Scotland, moved here 2014. I've been out here a few years now. So, um, yeah, it's almost 8.30 at night. But, yeah, we're good. Just doing some recording, diving in between. But it's, a, it's really um, kind of you all have me on here and, and talk a little bit, play a song. Um, and congrats to you, man. I listen to some of your music as well. I'm not, I wasn't too familiar um, before Emery reached out, but, fantastic man your new single is awesome listen to it a couple of times and um especially the, the music is everything's about personality right so the existence of even a song or a podcast is only driven by personality um so congrats to you on that everything's about the person that's very important wow, uh, wow. that was very kind sean thank you man i You're appreciate sure? Thank you for taking a listen. Thank you for dedicating your time. I know there's a time difference, so I just appreciate you taking an hour and change. And of course, of course. I, I want to reciprocate that right back to you. We are a fan of you here. We just want to see the people that we put on here succeed. So please just let us know. Please let Jay, Emery, myself, however we can help you here in sunny Los Angeles. Oh, I mean, this is like even even having this is is very important. Any um. I think any platform or chance that we can get as musicians, even to speak, but 
because I guess my life and moving away from Scotland and being far from home. And I recently just got back to see my family a couple of months ago. And that was the first in two and a half years I'd saw my family. So there was a lot of like, we spoke like every day. I feel like I became closer to my family than I ever was. And I've, I've always been very close with them, but talking to them via FaceTime and whatnot, um, especially in regards to mental health and how you move forward with your life. And um, I'm a single man. So most of the time I'm doing all of this by myself which is tell you what it's a, it's a beautiful journey there's a lot of those days where you're like you got to remind yourself you got to keep going um and the best thing that always seems to help me of course being amongst like great friends here in Nashville my family but the most important thing is for me to recognize um who I am to someone else and that's my gratitude that it reverses itself in a mirror image back to me I have to know who I am to someone else for me to to be able to dig in in the days where you feel like it's not going well for you, like, wait a minute here, the only thing that pulls me out is my gratitude. So that's something that I've learned over the last, especially two or three years, um, coming from Scotland and traveling back and forth for a long time. Um, it's just something that's grown and it's became this thing where it's my number one um, driving force of my life. If I'm ever good or bad or negative, positive gratitude is always a thing that's going to pull you out. And I, I think that's for everyone. It definitely it resonates higher than love does because I always say that you can't be in love unless you're grateful. So, yeah. Well, Sean, I, I am speechless. So I <laughs> I have many compliments to give, many questions to ask. But if you feel comfortable going into the song, whatever you... Yeah, whatever. yeah. That'd be great. I am. So yeah, of course, being that far away from home, a lot of good conversations crazy things happen that i never thought would but there's a chance of it when you move away from home and my my sister went through a bit of a tough time um a few years back and i don't mind saying it and she wouldn't mind either she she lost a baby and she um she went through that even till now it's been a process for her to refine herself and who who am i really did i miss out on doing things prior in my life and whatnot so there was a lot of questions that she was asking and went through her own process and as a family, we're very open. We all went through our individual um, parts of depression in, 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 the, in the past. And um, whether that was me watching my mom and then I fell into it myself after having operations and stuff. Um, but anyway, when my sister went through that tough time, my grandmother had recently passed away right before that. And she came to my sister in her dream. Um, and there was a whole lot of commotion in the dream and my sister said there was all these people in front of me and the next thing everyone moved and my grandmother came forward and my granny came right in front of my face and she said the meaning of life is to let life love you and my sister woke up right away um and she texts me we're very frequent back and forth and texting and of course living in nashville doing music all the time there's a guitar right next to you and um that was more of one of those ones that fall out this kind of falls out the sky and it's for a reason but the backbone for me of most of my music is my family and the energy that runs through the family. So right away, the chorus just came out within a few minutes. Um, and the podcast that I've started with my best friend here on men's mental health. And of course we would like to have women's perspective um, because I think that's very important for us men and um, just how our own existence. Um, so yeah, so this song, um, helped the podcast it's called Let Life Love You so um, I guess this is uh, it kind of speaks for itself I guess so I hope you'll relate to it in some way 
took out the street lights, shooting for the moon. I thought heaven was midnight, just lying next to you. But the harder I hold on, hoping love will too. And the things that I wish for, they never did come true. But we all got our broken parts. We all come from different stars. When we're falling through the sky, looking for a sign. Remember what your mama told you. The meaning of life is to let life love you. And let it just flow. Every time that you feel to answer. It's okay that you don't know. You feel so low. You feel so high, you lost something that you held so tight. The meaning of life is to let life love you. So let life love you. And let it just flow. And when I was younger, I tried to make it last. So far from Neverland, when the world was spinning fast, searching through the broken parts, wishing on the same old stars. When you're falling through the sky, looking for a sign, remember what your mother told you. The meaning of life is to let life love you and let it just flow. Every time that you feel to answer. It's okay that you don't know. You feel so low. You feel so high. You lost something that you held so tight. The meaning of life is to let life love you. Yeah. So let life love you. Ooh, ooh. And let it just flow. Ooh, ooh. And it's never getting any clearer When we're only looking in the mirror Falling through the sky We're looking for a sign Ooh. Ooh. The meaning of life is to let life love you and let it just flow every time that you feel to answer. It's okay that you don't know. You feel so low and you feel so high. You lost something that you held so tight. The meaning of life is to let life love you. Yeah. So let life love you. Ooh, ooh. And let it just flow. Ooh, ooh. So let life love you, just let life love you, no, 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 oh. I took out the street lights, just shooting for the moon. Thank you all, thanks. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. That will be burned in my brain for the next 72 hours. Sean, it's one thing to 
be a man and talk from such a vulnerable place and advocate for that in others. It's another thing to just be a, an amazing songwriter and artist. And I mean, your music's just objectively great. And so I appreciate you for so many different reasons. I'm a fan of you sonically. And I'm just so grateful that, I mean, I had a feeling it would be the, the case and you would be this kind of person. And I, I'm just so grateful that's the case. And I would love to know however much you want to tell me about this podcast that you have, however we can spread the word about it, as well as maybe just a rundown of, of what an episode is like so the listener can can maybe have a preview. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're trying to get six to seven episodes done before we start rolling them out. And my best friend, uh, I live in town. We became really close friends here. Like I, I never had a brother. Um, he said the same. I grew up, always wished I had a brother. And it was crazy that, that we met through a mutual friend and he was trying to do, he's like a voiceover coach. Uh, he does VO and stuff like that. And he, he, he wanted to learn the Scottish accent for a Netflix TV show that actually got cancelled due to the pandemic and whatnot. And um, so we got close and we got talking and he's also a great musician. He's out on the road right now um, with a guy called John Morgan and Jason Aldean. So he's busy until the end of this summer. Um, and we're going to dive back into um, finishing more episodes. So we've got like a couple under our belt. Um, one of the first ones, a close friend of both of us who this young, this guy is the same age as me. He's a 35 year old guy, healthy, young. He went to do his doctorate um, um, at Cambridge. Um, and he, and a very, very smart man remembers poetry like no one else I've ever met in my life before. But back then, he was also a Marine before that. And while he went to college to study, he um, he basically was diagnosed with a, a, a rare form of cancer. I can't remember the name top of the top of my head, but very rare, a very small percentage of the population have it. And he came up with this um, almost therapy patent thing. Um, and he then became like a Forbes 30 under 30. And he's selling this thing to these huge billion-dollar companies because um, his treatment that he came up with actually works for him, which is insane. So during that time, even when he went to college, he came out of it. He crazy got ran over by a bus. He had to rebuild his body. Um, he then is now running ultra marathons um, and just trying to help people as much as he can. And we were like, this is a guy that we need to get on and talk to. And he blew our minds just with even just how intelligent he is, the knowledge and the wisdom that that guy has. So he's talking about the highs and the lows um, and as, as well being a, a single father as well. Um, so very interesting. And he asked the best questions to us as well because myself and my friend Rob, who are doing the podcast, we are, we're just learning like everybody else. We just realize that we've gotten to a point where we, we think we're okay with having a conversation and we want to dig deep and talk about things that most men won't talk about because we have these conversations together. And it's like, what happened to the camaraderie when the bigger groups, when you see a bunch of friends that go watch the NFL, or they go and watch football season at the bar together and their arms are around each other and they're hugging. It's like, what happens when the doors close and you go home? And it, it, does, it, it, it takes for someone to get to the breaking point before they say something or they, they treat themselves in, in, in a negative manner, whether it's alcohol or whatever. 
so we're trying to like bring that camaraderie back to, to know that it's just okay to talk as men and another important part of it is is to have women's perspective it's like how do we become better men as well what what can we do how can we have a better understanding we're maybe slower to react to emotion more more that's easier for women to do that maybe not for every single man but at the same point we want to have that understanding and be open and if we can have the conversation and the people that are listening who may not say anything they may still be a closed book with the fact that we're having a conversation on a podcast we're just regular guys having a conversation maybe that's going to be okay for them to say you know what i think i've got a friend in my group that i could talk to as long as you have one friend there's a ripple effect and men just to say we just all want to communicate we want to relate to one another so as we do this men's mental health podcast that's where we just want to let you know that just just let out it's fine we're doing it right here for you so you want to come on the show talk speak to your best friend whatever so yeah that's kind of where it's at for now so we're we're going to dig in and do a part because it's important i've been through depression my my uncle schizophrenic for most of his life and my best friends have close to committing suicide and all there's a lot there's many things i'm like you know i just want to play my part and be available if i can already do that in music i can do it in something else too so but yeah thank you all so much again i appreciate it Dylan. you're doing an amazing thing man to have all these people on here you're doing it consistently and um i do think bigger artists deserve to i think they should speak up more about mental health and and letting people know that it's okay to um to express your emotion so congrats to you man and I tip my hat to you sean i want to thank you just for again reiterating thank you for taking the time tonight i, I think a lot of people probably just appreciated hearing from you today or tonight or wh whenever it is for them listening back at this and it's it's such a polarizing topic talk, talking about men and men's mental health and and I just think that you speak so delicately and you articulate in a way that is you you, you just want to do better and and you want to know you want to ask questions but you also want to listen and and I think that that is something as a man myself I think that is the biggest thing I can improve on as a man in society moving forward is just how to learn through listening. And it just seems like we, we are on these paths of trying to learn more for ourselves, but also create a community in that because that is the entire point of, of all of this is, is growing together as, as men and, and just learning how to do our part, as you just said, so delicately again. So Sean, thank you. Thank you for putting in the work I I hope that you are doing okay right now for yourself. Uh, whatever it is that you, you might be struggling with right now, or if this is a good time for you, I just want you to know that you have a family here with us, Serotonin Sunday. If there's, again, anything you need, uh, even if you just want to, and this goes to anybody else on the roster, if you just want to shoot over a song that means a lot to you because you just went through something uh, really therapeutic uh, we i'd love to listen to it i'd love to support you over here in california so sean please don't be a stranger and thank you again for speaking on behalf of everything that you just did we really appreciate it thanks so much everyone take care of yourselves and um 
one message today that I, I felt like I downloaded was joy is a choice. Your joy is always there for you every single day. It's a choice when to let it come through you. So um, thank you again. Cheers. Cheers. Joy is absolutely a choice. That's something as a child I didn't understand because I, I, I could not have joy. My mental health conditions for me uh, prevent me. They, they block that a lot of the time. And uh, I was always jealous. I, I, I was just always so frustrated when I heard people say that. And looking back on all of it, it makes perfect sense now when you're taking care of yourself and having to survive and having to keep pushing forward and, and you know, taking responsibility for your actions, learning how to grow as a human being. Uh, you have to choose joy. You have to choose these things. If, if your brain chemistry is preventing you from naturally doing that, sometimes... Uh, it, it has to be a choice because it's just not natural. And I'm grateful to know that now. I'm just grateful to be putting in the work myself. I can't wait to listen to that podcast, Sean. We're very excited to just see how we can help spread the word as a fellow podcast brother. And we have one more performer for the evening before we get to Spencer Hughes at Music Minds Matter. If anybody wants to take part in Serotonin Sunday in the future, please message Emery at serotonin sunday or uh emery i don't know if you want me to give your handle actually so let me know chime in if you want to give your handle but otherwise emery runs the serotonin sunday account and jay cohen management as well as myself i am dylan dunlap we are here we are listening to all of the music and we just want to grow our database of understanding just how many incredible people are out there doing work in the mental health space as well as for me, selfishly, as a music enthusiast, I just want to discover as much music as humanly possible because I love it. <laughs> and I love the incredible intentions behind music. And so you guys have been in for a real treat so far, being able to hear from Cecile, being able to hear from Sean. We have one last performer, Isabella. She's a young, up-and-coming singer-songwriter from the Bay Area. She's currently pushing her music career and has relocated to the L.A. area to pursue her passion in music. She's already experienced the pressure of the industry as she pushes forward with her career every day to accomplish her goals. Her music and brand can be described as a mix of sensual and free R&D, the touch of modern production. She plays around with surreal imagery and just total free-spirited music, inclusive and with no real boundary. She's a big advocate for mental health and mental health awareness. So without further ado, Isabella. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be faster with this next week. I promise. No, you're doing great. Isabella, how are you tonight? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. This truly brings so much joy. I mean, I, I just get to discover incredible music. I got to listen to your soundtrack. The song was incredible. I, I would love to hear about it. But I just want to know first, what is your life like in terms of being an artist are are you fully engulfed in it mentally are are you balancing different hobbies and passions <clears throat> just it, a day in your life please well um yeah i would say i'm fully engulfed in it it's pretty much what i do a lot of the time but recently i actually have started incorporating hobbies into my life because i think 
you know, music has always been my passion, but when it becomes your job, sometimes it can just be stressful and it doesn't speak always as an outlet. So it was really a priority for me to kind of find other outlets where I felt I could connect you to that weren't career-based or work-based. I think that's so healthy and so important. It's, it's so easy to fall out of love with music sometimes in, in, in certain ways, even if it's a full-time job. I, I think that we're all just little kids inside of us that fell in love with it for a really... So what was your story? Like, what made you fall in love with music? Well, I actually grew up a dancer, and um, I grew up doing Middle Eastern dance, belly dance. My family does that for business. And so I was constantly around Arabic music, and that kind of inspired me to try singing and try singing some Arabic music and then go into just kind of exploring my own sound. So I did musical theater, and then I ended up studying jazz, and now I just kind of explore my own vibe, which is very fun. Well, we're very lucky to have you here and we're so excited to hear a song of your vibe thank you okay is it time <laughs> i'm like was that the cue i'm so sorry however you if, if you want to set it up i don't know what it's called but if you want to what is it what is it called oh, okay, great it's called um best it gets and i actually wrote this two weeks ago so it's a new song and it's it's just pretty much about mourning a partner and kind of accepting the moment where you realize that you have to move on, you know, because I think for a long time you hold on to hope and you kind of are in that denial space. So I wrote it about that little moment in life. Well, thank you so much. We're so excited. All right. <laughs> Lonely nights under the covers I'm blue Touch the side that you sleep on No heart cry on I remember the last time I gave us yesterday Coloring the parts of me, you feel that looking great Wish I could have made all of the changes that you made it Hope that you were happier and saying more than later Nights, I've been thinking about you too often I've been thinking about all the times we were Changes that you made, hope that you were happy and 
if you noticed but the crowd got significantly bigger for that (laughs) audience Uh, i did i i just wanted to try and replicate what that felt like i felt like i was in one of those the sahara tent at coachella watching you bougie (laughs) bougie. (laughs) that was incredible isabella oh thank you so much i love that so much i i want i i just can't wait to hear more of that. Oh, that is, thank you. That means so much. I know that letting go and moving on is one of the hardest things. And the fact that you're able to turn it into a song like that is, is unbelievable. So I want to ask you what pre writing that song, now that you're on the other end of it, what would you tell yourself? It's, it seems like you're, you maybe are in a different mental state than you were beforehand. Yes. What would I tell myself? Interesting question. Um, I think I would tell myself to not let shame or fear affect my growth throughout the process, you know, and kind of learning to separate. Because I think a huge thing that comes up, at least for me, when I'm moving on from a situation, whether it's friendship, like circumstance relationship, is that I have a lot of shame about things that I didn't do correctly or ways that I could have been better. And it really, really impacts my life and my growth and how I go about things. And ultimately, when you think about it in the long run, is mostly a waste of time. So just kind of trying to use those feelings and put them into art, you know, and like express them and don't just like keep them in and just kind of keep moving, I guess. Well, I'm really happy you are moving because <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, I'm sure people are out there. It's so grateful to hear your message and your story. I'm so happy that you're on the other end of that. And I just know that it's also a roller coaster. So I just hope that you know how to take, like, what is taking care of yourself in the moment? Let's say you're struggling a couple months from now. Uh, what are your routines? What is something that you know you can lean on when things might be falling apart for you? Honestly, art. I mean, that's really the biggest thing in my life and the one thing that I always felt like I could go to. Dancing, making music, um, painting, just like anything I can do to express kind of what I'm feeling. And also therapy, which has been talked about. That is like such a huge rock, and I think it's so important. <laughs> I I should really just Jay and Emery. I should record an ad that's like ten seconds long. That's like this episode is brought to you by therapy. 
There's no <laughs> sponsorship whatsoever. Just the word itself. Exactly. Just therapy. Uh, well, what is your experience? I mean, this is so, I mean, it feels normal. And that's the point because I hope this feels like we're all around a dinner table right now. But in reality, that's not the case in the IRL. So please tell me about your experience. What is therapy like for you? What have you learned? Have you hated it? Have you loved it? Well, um, I started therapy when I was 19 and I just decided to go because I was like, I don't know if I can necessarily succeed if I'm not happy. That was like my main drive. Um, and I wanted to be able to explore all of my passions without feeling any sort of shame or feeling any sort of weirdness. And I was like, let's do this. Let's put our ego aside because it can kind of feel like you know, you have to be at your rock bottom to then lean on someone else. But it's really just not like that. It's such an amazing experience. And it's like being shown an x-ray of kind of what's going on and getting like an outside perspective, which I think in general for anyone, whether you're dealing with trauma or you're just dealing with everyday communication is such an important tool to have. So it's been really positive for me. I've learned so much about myself and I've learned so much about how to communicate and kind of how to hone in when things start to feel messy or freaky. And yeah. It just seems like it's there for you as a, as a resource at your disposal, the way it is supposed to be thought of. And I'm just so happy to hear that because it, it just, life is such a roller coaster, like I said, and, and there are going to be times where you know that you might need to see somebody or even just to prevent for preventative measures, not just necessarily like you were saying, when you're in the thick of it, struggling at your hardest point. I, I just think that normalizing it and trying to make it a part of everyday life is is the goal. And I, I'm really taken aback by everything you've said, as well as Cecile, and it's just been, as well as Sean. Oh my God. <laughs> it might be my favorite episode. So yeah, Isabella, sure. thank you, Isabella, for just giving us your wisdom and your incredible voice and how can we support you in your artistry moving forward? Um, you can follow me on Spotify or iTunes, just Isabella, I-Z-A-B-E-L-A. And then also on Instagram, Isabella Salimpour. And that's pretty much it. Okay. And to all of our listeners out there that think going on Spotify, adding somebody, Liking a song, adding it to a playlist, that's a lot of hard work. I'm, I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert out there. It's not. It's going to take two seconds. We're going to do it right now in real time. Isabella, what song can I add to Serotonin Sounds Volume 2? Oh, wow. Um, okay, I only have one song out, but we have uh, Off My Mind. Okay, and believe it or not, it's on the playlist and I'm done. And that's, that's literally how easy it is to show your support. Obviously, when I'm, when I'm done with this social obligation to host this podcast, I will be listening to the song itself. But uh, for now, the bare minimum is, is there's just so many things you can do to support an artist. So Isabella, thank you so much for letting me use you as a guinea pig there. Of course. Thank you. And thank you for having me. This has been so beautiful. And thank you to everyone who performed and who's listening. Sean C. Kennedy, I hope it is okay that I added left. Okay, English is something. Let life love you. If that song is, if you want something else on the playlist, please just let me know. Absolutely beautiful. And then 
anybody listening right now, please check out Serotonin Sounds Volume 2, Off My Mind by Isabella. I-Z-A-B-E-L-A is now on that playlist. And that is how fast it is. Truly, every step counts. There are so many amazing creators out there. But I get overstimulated. I'm sure everybody out there does as well. There are 70,000 and change, whatever it is, songs that get uploaded a day. We need to do this. We need to look up from our phones and look around, look at our friends and, and just ask ourselves, what, what can I do better? And, and I, I just realized I, I need to learn that I need to hear more music. I need to absorb, absorb more artists. And that's why Serotonin Sunday exists again, selfishly, because I just, I want to know that there are people out there that, that are feeling the same thing that are putting all of their souls into their art. And it's true. And so for anybody out there that's listening, that might be stressed about discovering new music, please just, just look around. I, I guarantee you there's, there's a friend who, who's making some, some recordings and he's passionate about it. She's passionate about it. There's a way to support them. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing my part here. So please, uh, please support the artists that you are listening to on Serotonin Sunday. Please go above and beyond. Follow them on, you know, check out Venmo. Maybe they have Venmos. Give them a few dollars. Tip them the equivalent of a cup of coffee. Do just go the extra mile. Maybe there's a Patreon account. Maybe there's maybe there's a show like we heard earlier. So, and to all the artists, please email us any and all information. We will put it on blast to all of our <laughs> however many followers there are. Couple hundred followers there, but you know our listeners on the podcast is growing in such a really amazing way. So so grateful. That was it for the music portion of the evening. We are going to hear from our friend Spencer Hughes at Music Minds Matter. A little bit about Music Minds Matter. They offer a safe space for musicians and those involved in the music scene to chat about successes or challenges we face while participating in the music scene. A little bit about Spencer. He's a co-founder of Music Minds Matter and also facilitates the mental wellness meetup for musicians in the community who are struggling with their mental wellness as it pertains to being involved in the music scene and beyond using skills learning while obtaining his license as a mental health first aid instructor. Spencer also fronts the Denver alternative rock quartet, The Hollow, which has been nominated as Denver's best rock band over the past two years by 303 Magazine and Denver's Westward and has opened for national acts such as Trapped, Bad Flower, The Verve Pipe, and more. We are so, so happy to have Spencer here with us from Music Minds Matter. Everybody give it up for Spencer. Thank you so much. It's, it sounds like that digital applause has gotten louder uh, as the podcast has gone on. So that's that's wonderful to hear. I've just cranked it. There's no <laughs> there's no continuity here at Serotonin Sunday. I can't wait for that one star review. Anyways, uh, Spencer, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so grateful that you're here, man. I appreciate you taking the time to represent an entire organization i just always want to recognize that is that's a lot and and i'm i'm so i'm so happy to hear from you so i I just would love to start with first off where are you coming from tonight and how was your day today yeah great thank you and i mean thank you again so much dylan and emery and and friends for hosting this this is such a wonderful thing we've been trying to get one of these on the books for ages and so i'm so glad that uh today is here and that we are chatting so just uh thankful and grateful to be here i'm coming from denver colorado 
Um, the day today was great, uh, low key. I moved into my van two and a half years ago. Uh, so I've been van lifing like literally six days before the pandemic started. Um, so it's been a day of grocery shopping and filling up my water tank with fresh water and kind of nesting today. And it's been rainy and just lovely. So, um, it's been a great Sunday so far. Oh, well, thank you for sharing. And I, I'm just curious. I've never heard of rain. I've never seen it before. What yeah. is it like? Yeah. He, we here in Los Angeles, we, we don't know what that is. Yeah, that's right. I, so I lived, I lived in Los Angeles for a spell, uh, just over a decade ago. And I, uh, I worked as the Grinch at universal studios, Hollywood over, uh, Christmas time. They, they convert, uh, universal studios into Whoville from essentially Thanksgiving until new year's. And, for that little stretch there, we did get some pretty good rain in LA and it was amazing that the rain came in and cleared out all the smog and it was just absolutely gorgeous outside. So I do think that though, that was the last time it ever rained in LA. So uh, I think I brought it back with me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very upset about that, but I'm grateful that the, you have the memory. I mean, that's so magical and shout out to Universal Studios Hollywood yeah, that's and it. how Get the Grinch stole Christmas. Fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. Huge shout out. <laughs> I, I hope you don't mind. No, I, I segue horribly into asking you. Yeah. Fantastic. From the Grinch, tell me tell me what brought you to Music Minds Matter. And, and uh, you know, we at Serotonin Sunday, we always want to recognize there's a person behind the organization. And in fact, many, many, many people. Mm-hmm. I, and a lot of the time, if not all the time, statistically speaking, it's because of personal experiences and traumas. And, and I just, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, I would just love to know your story. Yeah. So, um, music minds matter actually we're a 501 C three. We became a nonprofit, um, just over two years ago. And, um, it really started as you had mentioned, uh, from like out of necessity, I'm, I am a musician first. Well, I'm a human first. I'm a human who actually plays music sometimes. And, uh, as a musician, I, you know, was having that kind of crisis of, you know, we were getting ready to put out an album and ticket sales for our release show weren't going so hot. And I had the, uh, the crisis of, you know, why am I doing this? why did I spend all of this money to make this record that nobody's going to listen to? Like, why am I in my thirties trying to be a rock star? And, you know, just having kind of the whole meltdown of sorts. And I outreached a community on Facebook that I'm a part of called the Denver music scene. And, uh, I just outreached a handful of people on there and said, like, do we have a space in which we can go and just like vent about our frustrations of being in the music scene? And someone said, no, but that sounds like a really great idea. You should totally do that. <laughs> so not necessarily the thing you want to hear when you're experiencing uh, a bit of a mental health crisis, but uh, I started a, the mental wellness meetup and uh, really just in the basement of a coffee shop in Denver. And on our first, our first meetup, we had, uh, I, I think it was 22 people show up to that meetup. Uh, we had, we held them monthly and every month we were getting more people. We were getting different people. We were getting the collection of like uh, people who were attending before mixed with like new people. And we just started to see it make an immediate impact uh, in the music scene. 
Um, I have been certified in mental health first aid for a very long time. And that education is simply what to do uh, in order to de-escalate a mental health crisis that someone might be experiencing and then connecting them to deeper support services. So uh, in our first year of hosting these meetups, we had a, a gentleman who attended one of our meetups who vocalized that uh, this was his last attempt at getting help. He had a plan for killing himself. He, he didn't want to, but he, he felt it in his body that he was looking for help, looking for support, uh, wasn't finding it anywhere and kind of came to our meetup as kind of a last resort. And we were able to, with the knowledge that we've obtained through mental health first aid, we were able to get him connected to, uh, uh, the Colorado crisis center. Um, and we got him support and help and, uh, he was very grateful for the, the meetup and we just saw that it was making an immediate impact. So we found encouragement from our friends at Denver arts and venues who give, uh, grant money away to local organizations. And they encouraged us to start music minds matter and have our meetup be a program of a much larger kind of initiative of supporting musicians and people in the music uh, industry and community who need that mental health support. So uh, it's been an incredible and wild ride, but very grateful to um, be doing it and to be helping people however we can. Spencer, musically speaking, I find you to be on the front lines. I, I think you are so essential and you matter so much in the fight to preserve this art form. And, and I have to give you your flowers. This this is a lot of hard work. And, and this is I feel like I might have mentioned something like this earlier tonight. But but you you don't need to do any of this. You you truly feel it inside of you that that you you have to it's your calling to and yeah. and i resonate with that so much because there are so many people not asking these questions not taking note of their personal experiences and, and trying to just create t turn it, the chaos into something something beautiful and and that is exactly what you're doing so first off i want to thank you for sharing about your mental health crisis yourself a couple yes. years ago mm. I, I never want to pressure anybody behind an organization to talk from a personal place, but I, I just always, I have a feeling and I, and I want to spotlight the bravery that, that is what you are practicing. So thank you for being here. I hope I can visit one of these monthly meetups next time I'm in Colorado, man. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And I, I think too, you, it, you know, the musicians that we've heard today are, kind of opening the gates a little bit into kind of their mental and wellness and using music as that outlet, as that healthy kind of outlet in order to start the conversation, continue the conversation. Um, and I think the, the only way that we can continue these conversations is one by talking about it and, you know, by allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and create that space. Uh, but then also support each other, uh, you know, such as the podcast that you're doing, the wonderful work you're doing, supporting the musicians who are being vulnerable and sharing their stories and listening to their music and sharing their music and just being champions of, of everyone. I think we have a really bad stigma of like competition or contest in the music scene. And I don't think it has to be that way at all. I think we can all 
participate in a very healthy way and a very supportive way. Um, I have no trouble at all sharing my, any of my, um, mental and wellnesses. Um, as I know that by talking about it, it is encouraging and uh, gives other people the confidence in order to speak up. It's not impossible to talk about, uh, quite the opposite. It's, encouraged to talk about it's and it's encouraged to open up and have these heartfelt conversations so that we can grow as individuals and also grow as a music community so uh, i appreciate you saying those things and uh, we'll be hosting the mental wellness meetups online as well certainly during the pandemic things shifted drastically for us and so in order to best serve our community and of course the music industry was massively impacted it was one of the uh you know, most impacted industries in the world, um, as it wasn't necessarily deemed an essential business. Although you could see uh, the the desperation for people who needed to experience live music and live entertainment again, uh, we could certainly argue that it was uh, an essential business. But you know, a lot of people went from working full time jobs. Uh, and, you know, touring constantly to not having anything at all. So being able to offer some services over Zoom and, you know, other platforms was necessary. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're happy to provide um, our time and our resources to people who uh, are feeling open to the challenge of sharing. So I appreciate it. As a fellow creative, I just I, I want to let you know, I feel a little bit less alone in this world because you are here and I, I cannot wait to follow up and check out this virtually uh, for anybody out there that might be in the Denver area. When is it monthly? Is there a specific day each month? No, we, we haven't really started back on our like regular programming uh, since the beginning of this year, as we've been kind of pivoting a bunch. We've, we were working on programming in which we received grants for. And so a lot a lot of moving parts has us kind of our uh, our focus and has been kind of pulled in a various and like myriad of directions. But uh, certainly on our website, musicmindsmatter.org, we'll have all of our information and more information about the meetups and when they're going to be on our calendar on the website. So feel free to visit that. Thank you so much. And in regards to the website, if somebody were to follow up, look at the website, maybe get a little bit anxious, not, not really understand how they can speak to somebody. Is there any, is there an email address of either yourself, if somebody wants to thank you for the words that you've said tonight or an email address for music minds matter as a whole? Yeah. So, uh, Spencer at music minds org or, uh, team, T-E-A-M at musicmindsmatter.org. Uh, it's a very intimate group of us. There's there's three of us currently uh, who are working, but uh, certainly looking to grow in the next year or so. Uh, add a lot of team members. Business has certainly been picking up, as you can imagine. And it's always it's always a weird thing to say too. Like when business is going really well for us is when musicians aren't doing their best. But it's also important for us to realize as well that it's what we're what we're proud of and why we're uh, ch- kind of champions of our own successes because when we are busy it's because musicians and music community members are 
reaching out instead of feeling like they're trapped and not reaching out or um, potentially using like misusing substances or, or, you know, self-harm other forms of self-harm. What they're doing is they're actually reaching out for resources. And I think that is something we're celebrating for sure. So um, yeah, hoping to grow the team here soon. Spencer at music minds matter, please feel free to, shoot an email at any time i love to respond i love connecting with music community members i love hearing stories i love supporting um and i feel like it's the very least we can do so please reach out i'm gonna need the names of those three amazing human beings <laughs> that you work with <laughs> yeah we have we have gina and edwina uh they're they're two of our board members and they're uh, absolute rock stars um very fortunate. Edwina is like a recent uh, college graduate from a music program out here in Colorado. Um, she's sharp as a tack and has a lot of um, a lot of experience playing live music, writing music, and uh, is very interested in creating curriculum for Music Minds Matter, specifically in conflict resolution and how we can do that as creatives. Um, and then Gina is has worked in mental health for 12 years um also a beautiful singer and gives us options gives us kind of the professional side of like the mental health professional side of things as we're developing uh curriculum and as we're de developing kind of content uh she's a wonderful resource in order to kind of check us um so that's been it's been great it's such a solid team Flowers all around. Gina, wow. Gina, Spencer, yeah. don't you think I'm forgetting about you, man? The three of you, <laughs> we're so we're so happy to hear from you. I hope we can have one of them on or all of you on next year when we do another season. Yeah, absolutely. And just thank you for being the medic on the battlefield. You you are essential. Like I said, I know the industry. I know the society might not see that, but I, music saves lives and i've said that my entire life mm. but now i believe it because mm. it has saved my own as of this year and i i just think that if it's that beautiful that it can change lives and save them uh, what an amazing thing to ask the questions that you're asking and, mm. and, and just how can we how can we preserve these these brilliant minds yeah and, <laughs> uh, not to make a pun, but the the minds really do matter. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm so sorry. No, Dylan, it's it's you're exactly <laughs> right, and I think you know what we bring up often. So we do we do what we call a stoplight check in, where it's if you're feeling it's like red, yellow, or green. So if you're feeling red, you're feeling very lethargic, you're not feeling very well. If you're yellow, you're just kind of in the middle. But if you're feeling green, you're feeling great. So we do these stoplight check ins like with ourselves, with our team, with our music community members. But oftentimes, you know, a lot of people say exactly what you just said, Dylan, about how music and, and songs have saved people's lives. You know, like it's it's helped people out of very difficult times. But rarely do we have the opportunity to ask the musician like what they were going through when they were writing that. And so it's it's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic in the sense of we we need to start showing up for the people who are uh, showing up for everyone else. And so, as you mentioned before, like the front lines of, of defense, really, it's, 
through mental health first aid and through all of the all of the work that we've been doing uh, in partnership with the National Council of Mental Wellbeing, essentially what we're doing is we're creating a peer support group to help people de-escalate mental health crises and connect to deeper support services. And so during the pandemic, our mental health professionals were completely overwhelmed. Their caseloads were completely, there was, there was, you know, uh, mental health professionals who were seeing like twice the amount of people, the workload than what their maximum is supposed to be. And so anything that we can do to provide a little bit of education on how to just show up for people who are experiencing crisis and how to listen non-judgmentally and how to give information instead of advice and just learn that words are so important and anything that we can do in order to help supplement any of that workload that the mental health professionals have been feeling for the last several years at this point. Um, and again, building community through supporting one another, I think, uh, you know, it's a two birds, one stone situation. So uh, again, we're very grateful to be considered for a conversation like this on a, on a podcast such as this. And we're grateful for musicians uh, to perform on this and to open up about their mental wellness and mental unwellness and present uh, challenges for other people to like really look inward, um, to present therapy. And I know that's been you know, a hot topic today, which is incredible and as it should be. And, you know, we should just really take care of each other, take care of ourselves first. You know, we often say when the oxygen mask falls in the airplane, you have to put yours on before you help anybody else with theirs. So you have to make sure that your self-care, you're taking care of yourself. Um, that way you can show up for others and, and heal as a community. So again, we're very grateful to be included in this conversation. I don't know about anybody else listening in, but that, that put me in a really nice headspace. Thank you, Spencer. Of course. It's very calming to hear you speak on behalf of all of that. And you make it sound so tangible and dare I say attractive behavior. Like you're, it's, it's all about habits and uh, making them attractive. And, and the problem is that there's so much stigma mm -hmm. and so much unattractiveness attached to it. And, yeah, I, I'm just blown away by the, the voices that we've heard from tonight, but also your own. And you just make it, you make it a little bit easier to want to learn more about it. And I, I, I'm saying that from a place of, I, I always want to learn more, but I know there's one person out there listening that, I don't know, you, you definitely helped them process what they might be going through right now. Thank you, Spencer. Of course. Thank you very much for providing the platform. I appreciate you very much. Well, a wise man once said, anything we can do. And I'm going <laughs> to give you that right back to you. Yeah. If, if you're telling me you're here to serve the music, I'm here to serve you to help serve the music. <laughs> because we all have to look out for one another. And I, and I just know, I know the three of you do not receive the, the, the praise that I, I wish you probably did and mm. I, I just know there's a lot of hard work and whether it's going noticed or unnoticed i i see you i hear you uh i i can speak for jay and emery as well like we are just so thankful that you exist and your other two co-workers are working as hard as the three of you are so thank mm. you spencer for putting in the good fight of course appreciate you
that is that is it. That's a wrap on season two, episode sixteen. Not a wrap on season two. We we are doing twenty episodes. So week seventeen of Serotonin Sunday will be next Sunday at six p.m. PST. My name is Dylan Dunlap. Jay Cohen and Emery Butcheck, my managers, they are helping me run this room and they help me every single week, just not want to rip my hair out and, and figure out like how we can do this every single week for 20 weeks straight. And it's, it's been such an honor. I have absorbed so much knowledge just tonight alone from Spencer, Isabella, Sean, Cecile. I hope to see you all at another episode. Have a beautiful, have a safe rest of your evening. And thank you so much for joining us at Serotonin Sunday.